Okay, everybody see where we are. Yes. Are we, are we back in the Gemara? Yes, yes, Gemara Rashi. We're going to be doing Gemara Rashi. This is Pushit going to be a sheer on how to learn Pshat and how to pull things out of a few words in Rashi. And in the Gemara, default assumptions, What's what, what changes between the Kasha and the Teretz? It's it's going to be very, very, uh, very long, very much shot. Okay, I see David Lerner joined us. Probably, David, you were at the Return and Learn many years ago when we did this sugya. Maybe you'll remember. David, Daniel, you, I'm not sure if you were at the Return and Learn when we did the sugya. We did this sugya in a Return and Learn about, oh, seven, eight. One second, I'll tell you exactly how long ago we did it. We did it in, 70, in 57, 71. So that's, a, we did it 12 years ago. Okay. We did this with you 12 years ago. So I'm assuming that even David and uh, Daniel, if you were there, you probably don't remember it. Um, so I hope I'll jog your memory. Okay. Okay. Um, so we had a machlok. All right. So that's mincha. You remember we had a machlokas. Go back to the Mishnah. Right. Tfilas ha'erev adham. Tfilas ha'erev said the Mishnah. An chaf bavam ralef. Rabbi Yehuda Omer at plag ha'mincha. So we have a machlokas. What's the latest time you can daven mincha? Erev, which means sunset, or plaga mincha, which is an hour and a quarter before sunset. Amr le Rav Chizda le Rav Yitzchak. Hasam Amr Rav Kahana halacha kereb Yehuda. Hoil v'tnan bebechir tekavase. So we had a brisa that learned that the halacha is like Rav Yehuda. And what do you say? Okay, Hasam Amar of Kahana Alachik Rebbe Yudo Vitanat Vitanam Bebechir Tekavase Hachamai. What do you think the halacha is? Okay, so Ishtik Velo Amar Le Velo Midi. He didn't say anything. So if Rav Chizda is asking Rav Yitzchak whether the halacha is like Rebbe Yehuda or not, and he didn't say anything, Shmami No Halacha Kerebbe Yehuda. So I see that the halacha must be like Rabbi Yehuda because we had a bechir, we had tnan bebechirta, tnan bebechirta kavase, right? That we learned in the, the in a in a choice brisa, the halacha is like him. All right. So therefore, we assume the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda. Said the Gemara, I where's that? I lost my place. Adaraba midravuna verabonan lo havu matzle ad urta. That they would not daven myriv until the night. So if the halach is like Rabbi Yehuda, that you can only daven mincha till plaga mincha, then they should have been able to daven myriv after plaga mincha, because it's not, it's already the, it's already after Zman Mincha. But they waited until night, so that means they must hold that the halacha is not like Rabbi Yehuda. So listen to this lotion. It's a it's a famous lotion in the Gemara. It hardly ever, it, it virtually never appears. So we have a machlokas amoroyim, whether the halacha is like Reb Yehuda or like the Chacham. Hashta delo itmar hilchasa lo kemar velo kemar. Since we don't have any definitive psak, whether the halacha is like Reb Yehuda, meaning you can only daven mincha. Till plag hamincha, and then you can daven myriv, or no, like the chachamim that you can that you can daven mincha till erev, and only then daven myriv. So the machlokas here is what's the status of plag hamincha till sunset, and we don't have any definitive psak. 
the Ovid Kemar Ovad or the Ovid Kemar Ovad. Everybody can do either one. There is no definitive psak. The Ovid Kemar Ovad or the Ovid Kemar Ovad. When we get to the Shulchan Aruch about early Minch, about early Shabbos and 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 davening Mayriv before sun before nightfall, that language is going to be very important. But right now it says the Ovid Kemar Ovid or the Ovid Kemar Ovid. That apparently it sounds like each person can paskin the way he wants to paskin. Okay? Because there was no definitive sock. Okay. Till here, it's clear? Yeah. Says the Gemara. Rav Ikla Lebe Gneva. Rav happened to get to the Bnei Gneva, uh, the, the house of Gneva. more. Vitsali shall Shabbos be'erev Shabbos. He davened a Shabbos Mayriv on erev Shabbos, meaning before it was night. He davened erev Shabbos Mayriv. He davened Shabbos Mayriv when it was still erev Shabbos. It was still Friday. It hadn't yet become. It hadn't yet become night. The Havimatsli Rebiyirmi Bar Abba Leachore, and Rebiyirmi Bar Abba daven in back of Rav. Vesiem Rav, velo paske litzluse de Rebbe Yirmiya. And Rav finished davening before Rebbe Yirmiya, and he did not interrupt the tefillah of Rebbe Yirmiya. So here's the story. We're going to learn a lot of things from this. is a real story. Rav comes, he davens tefillahs Shabbos, i.e. Mayrev of Shabbos, before nightfall. Rebbe Yirmiya was standing behind him davening. And when Rav finished davening, he didn't take his three steps back until Rabbi Yirmiya finished. Says the Gemara, Shoma minotlas. This story tells me three chidushim lahalacha. Shoma minomis palel adam shel Shabbos be'erev Shabbos. The first thing I learned from this is that I can daven shel Shabbos be'erev Shabbos. And we have to see Rashi because it's very tricky Rashi. Shekibel alav Shabbos mi ba'odiyom. All right, that he can daven myriv b'odiyom. It seems from Rashi because he was mekabel Shabbos while it was still daytime, and that's why he could daven myriv of Shabbos. That's why he daven shel Shabbos. Shmami na mispalke. Let's go back into the Gemara. Shmami na. Shmami na mispalel talmid acharei rabo. Because Rabbi Yirmiya was a Talmud of Rav, and he stood behind his Rav, and there was a default that that's not covered to daven behind your Rav, and Rabbi Yirmiya did it. So I see that I'm allowed to have that a Talmud is allowed to daven in back of his Rav. And that you're not allowed to go in within four amos of a davener because Rabbi Yirmiya refused because Rav refused to take four steps, three steps back because he didn't want to go into the space of. Rabbi Yirmiya, who was davening. So three and even though he the was the rab. Yes, but it, it says, Asr Lavor, Kineged Amispalolim. But it doesn't, he was the rab, so Rabbi Yirmiya was allowed to daven behind him. And once Rabbi Yirmiya is davening, Rav can't take three steps back because you're not allowed to go in front of a person who's davening. Do you have any insight why it's not covered to daven behind someone? Because you're blocking them from moving back? No, 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 no. You're missing the point. No, no, no. The question is whether it's covered for a Talmud to stand behind his Rav to daven. Yeah, it has never, nothing to do. It has nothing to do with three steps. It has nothing to do with no, it. it's I, whether. I understood, 
but I always, I, is there a reason why that's not Kvodatek? It just never. So, okay, we'll, we'll see that. We'll see. We'll see. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So says the Gemara, Messiah Leila Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. We're going to get on a, on a tangent here for a few minutes. We'll, we'll just go through it quickly. We're going to bring a riot to Rabbi Shua ben Levi. The Amr Rabbi Shua ben Levi, Osir Lavar Kenegva Nas Palli. All right, that this arrived again. Apparently, it was a machlokus whether you're allowed to walk in front of, of, of the daveners. Rabbi Shua ben Levi said, You're not. And this story is a riot to Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. I says the Gemara, Aini, I have the opposite. Veho Rabbi Ami, Ve Rabbi Asi, Chalfe. Rabbi Ami Virabasi Chutzla Arba Amo Chalfe Rabbi Ami Virabiasi. I see that Rav Ami and Rabbi Asi went in front of Rabbi I'm sorry, the Rabbi Ami Viravasi. They were davening together and Chalfi Rabbi Ami Viravasi Chutzla Arba Amos Huda Alfi Huda Chalfi. Okay, that but they went outside of four Amos. The Rebbe Yirmiya Hechi. Okay, I'm sorry. So, so what we've got is that outside of four Amos, it's okay to go, but in, within four Amos, you're not allowed to walk. That's that's the conclusion of the Gemara. Okay, I, I, let me read it again. They did go in front of somebody davening. When they walked in front, it was outside of four Amos. So, this is where the whole halacha comes of not walking in front of somebody. When they're davening within their four hours. Okay, so that's one tangent. Now another tangent. How could Rabbi Yirmiya daven in back of his Rav? What is Rabbo? Kineged Rabbo? Eitzel Rabbo. Meaning standing next to the Rav. Umarek Iluhem Shavim says Rashi. So Kineged Rabo means standing next to the Rav. We're peers. We daven next to each other. And why not Achre Rabo? Okay, uh, Dan, this is, is going to answer your question. And what's wrong with Achre Rabo? Nami, Yurahu. It's, it's arrogance. Again, we don't feel this, we don't have the sense of it, but apparently it was considered arrogant. The Omar Vitanya. Continuing back in the Gemara, the Tanya Rabbi Eliezer Omer Hamispalel Achare Rabo, the Anosin Shalom Lerabo, the Hamachzer Shalom Lerabo, the Cholik Al Yeshivaso Shal Rabo, the Omer Dover Shaloshama Mipi Rabo, Goim Lishchina Shetistalik Mi Israel. Okay, so what's the problem? Says Rashi Shalom Lerabo Kishar Kolodim. It doesn't mean you're not supposed to say Shalom Aleichem to your Rab, but it means you're not supposed to greet your Rab the way you greet everybody else. All right, Kishar Kolodim Shalom Alecha Velo Omar Lo Shalom Alecha Rabbi. Okay, so you don't just say Shalom Aleichem to your Rab. You have to say Shalom Alecha Rebbe. Okay, and all of these other things are indications of a lack of kavod. And therefore, when you show a lack of cover to your Rebbe, so it, it causes the Shechina to go away. Okay? So, but, but we have a question. But again, we're going back to the question. How did Rebbe Yirmiya daven in back of Rav? That's the problem. How did Rebbe, in the story, how did Rebbe Yirmiya daven in back of Rav? Everybody see the problem. Again, this is a tangent, but we're going to see why it's important in a minute, why we ended up with this tangent. So the Gemara's Teretz is, Shiny Rabbi Yirmiya bar Abba de Talmud Chaver Rabbi Yirmiya wasn't a real Talmud. 
he was a Talmud Chaver. He was a Talmud, but he was really a Chavrusa. Right? He was a Chavrusa Talmud. Okay? Um, and my, my father told me that my, apparently my great-grandfather, my great-grandfather was a Chavrusa with Rav Kook in Volozhin. And when my father went in to see Rav Kook, when he, my father was in Eretz in 1935, and he was going to stop in Poland on the way back to America, so Rav Kook, Rav Kook wanted my father to tell my great-grandfather that uh, he has to come to Eretz Yisrael. They got papers for him and everything. And um, and, and he, he was my Harusa. And uh, when my father came to my great-grandfather, he said, I wasn't his Harusa, I was his Talmud. All right? at, at best, I was a Talmud Chavr. That's what he said. I, wasn't, I was a Talmud Chavr, not a Harusa. Um, right. Anyway, so that's the idea of a Talmud Chavr is somebody who's a Chavrusa, but at the end of the day, you know, one re- one Chavrusa is on a much higher level than the other. So he's a Talmud Chavr, and as a Talmud Chavr, he was allowed to daven in, in back of, as a Talmud Chavr, he's allowed to daven in back of the, uh, of the Rav. Okay? Now, w- now the Gore wants to prove that Rabbi Yirmiya had the status of a Talmud Chavr and not a real Talmud. Okay, and here's where it gets it. Here's where we get back to our sugya of Shabbos. I mean, Yehuda Sarusi just joined us. We're on Chav Zayin Amud Beis in Brachos at the top of the page. Thank you. So, how do I know that Rabbi Yirmiya Bar Abba was a Talmud Chaver? Behindu de Ka'amar le Rabbi Yirmiya Bar Abba le Rav. So, this is Rabbi Yirmiya Bar Abba talking to Rav, who's davening Shel Shabbos be'er of Shabbos. What did he say to him? Mi badlis amar le. Did you cease doing the lacha? Badlis means to separate. Mi badlis amar le in bedilna. Yes, Rav answered. I I I separated. And, but what does that show about Talmud Chaver? Vilo amar mi badil mar. Okay, everybody knows about the idea of addressing a Rebbe in third person rather than second person. So the fact that Rabbi Yirmiya said to Rav, Mi badlis, did you separate from Melacha? And he didn't say, Mi badil mar, in the third person, that's a raya that he was really a Talmud Chavar and not just a Talmud. Okay? Um, yeah, says Rashi. Right. Velo Omar lay. See the Rashi? I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. Okay, behind it to lay. Third line in the Rashi. So Rashi wants to remind us of what which what story are we talking about? Oso Hayom Rav Shel Shabbos Be'erev Shabbos Omar Le Rabbi Yirmiya Mi Badlis Min Hamelacha Hoel VeKibalta Alecha Shabbos BeTfilasecha. So again, the simple shot right now is that we're just showing. That Ra, that Rabbi Yirmiya spoke to Rav in the in the third in the second person, but this Rashi is very ambiguous, and this is what's going to open up the whole sugya of accepting Shabbos early and davening my river early. Let's read the Rashi carefully, and I hope you'll pick up the ambiguity. Also, Ayom she's palo Rav shall Shabbos bear of Shabbos. Okay, so what happened? Omar lay Rabbi Yirmiya. This is what Rabbi Yirmiya said to Rav. Mi badlis min hamelacha, you davened my Rav Shel Shabbos be'erev Shabbos. Mi badlis min hamelacha, did you stop doing melacha? 
Hoel v'kibalta alecha Shabbos v'tfilatecha. So what, what does that mean? Was there a possibility that after he davened Mayrev Shel Shabbos, he could still do Malacha? What does it say in Rashi? What does it say in Rashi? What was Rabbi Yirmi asking Rav? Sounds like it was possible that he, in theory, would be davening and not be in the Kabbal Shabbos here. That's certainly what it sounds like. Would, would anybody ask Rav on, on Shabbos morning, oh, by the way, did you stop doing Malacha today? Of course not. You know, what, what, what kind of question was that? So apparently, you could, it, it sounds like you could daven Myrith on, on Arab Shabbos, and the Myrith you daven on Arab Shabbos has to be a Myrith of Shabbos, and yet you could do Malacha afterwards. And therefore, Rav asked, and Ruyiria asked him, did you, did you, were you, did you stop doing Malacha? Meaning, were you Mechabel Shabbos? Or no, you just daven Myrith without being Mechabel Shabbos. And Rav answered, Badlis, I, I, I did stop doing the lacha. Says Rashi. All right. The low Omar, rack it back into the Rashi. The low Omar lay me bedil mar. Shmamino, Talmud Chavar Havelay. Okay, but it sounds like from this Gemara that one that there's an issue about davening Myrid, Shel Shabbos, the Arab Shabbos. And maybe not being the Kabbal Shabbos. Kilo, you're going to daven Meir, but without being the Kabbal Shabbos. And we're so going to come back to this Rashi, but that's what it sounds like at this point. Question. So was, was Rabbi Yirmiya asking uh, Rob to clarify the din, whether or not it's possible? Or, or, was he asking him, or was he asking him because he had some practical issue that he needed to address with, with Rob? Like maybe he Which was going to... Maybe he was going to ask him to turn the light switch on. So he wanted to know whether or not he had already been the Kabbal Shabbos. Listen carefully to Doug's question. What I'll, 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 what, what uh, let me rephrase your question, Doug, so we can mamish sharpen it and realize the ambiguity in the Rashi. And it depends how you punctuate the Rashi. Was, was, was Rabiri asking him a halachic question or a pragmatic question? That's right. what you asked, Doug, right? Right. Halachic question of, since you davened Myriv, are you bound by Malacha? That's a halachic question. Or no, when you were davened Myriv, were you also Makabal Shabbos? That's a pragmatic, I call that a pragmatic question. Right. Everybody hear the, hear the dialectic, hear the, the two possibilities? Yeah. Now let me show you how both of those possibilities can be read into the Rashi. Please look at the Rashi with me and see the two ways to learn the Rashi. Also, Hayom Shehispalil Rav Shel Shabbos Be'erev Shabbos. Omar Lei Rebbe Yirmiya. Mi badlis min ha-melacha ho'il v'kibalta alecha Shabbos b'tfilasecha. Did you have to stop doing melacha since when you davened Myriv, that was an automatic Kabbalah Shabbos? That sounds like a halachic question. But I can reread it and say, Mi badlus min amalacha, ho'il v'kibalta alecha Shabbos b'tzilatecha. Did you stop melacha? Because when you davened, you decided to accept Shabbos. Does everybody see like that Rashi can be read two ways? 
That sounded the same both times. No, very much not the same. <laughs> one, one was, when you daven to Myriv, did that automatically bring in Shabbos? That's a halachic question. Right. Or when you daven to Myriv, did you have intention to also accept Shabbos with your Myriv? Meaning, you might have been able to daven Myriv without accepting Shabbos. Because it's in the middle of, it's still the daytime. But you could decide or decide not to. You, you don't hear the difference? Uh, I guess because I was projecting something like that. Maybe he was Makabal Shabbos and then Davins. Well, you see, but, you're, you're, you're walking in with assumptions. And I asked you from yeah. the beginning, please read this Gemara with the Rashi's no preconceptions. So I think that Doug hit the nail on the head about the ambiguity in this Rashi. Okay. Is he asking him a halachic question? Did Davining Myra force you to be Makabal Shabbos? Or is he asking him a pragmatic question? What did you do? Were you Makabal Shabbos with your Davening or not? As if you had an option. Okay, so I'm going to leave it up in the air for now. Let's see how the Gemara unfolds. Everybody with me? Okay. Says the Gemara. So what did Rav answer? Right? Um, Rav answered... Uh, Bedilna, I did. I, I I stopped doing the law. Okay, now okay, and that shows that he was a Talmud Greg the Gemara. Now you got to from here on in. We have to know what is what problem does the Gemara have in each step of the way? What was the Gemara assuming? What was the Gemara challenging? Greg the Gemara, the Alma Rebbe Abin Pamachas is Palil Rebbe. Shel Shabbos beErev Shabbos, the Nichnas leMerchatz. So Rebbe went in, Rebbe davened Shabbos be'er of Shabbos. And then he went into the Merchats. What does that sound like? Not keeping Shabbos. He didn't keep, he didn't keep Shabbos. We're there, Mechabal Shabbos. He wasn't bound to keep Shabbos. He wasn't bound by Melacha. V'yotza v'shon ala pirkin, v'adayin lo'chashcha. And then he went and he gave his shear and it hadn't gotten dark. So what does it sound like? Says Rashi. Salka I mean, everybody see the Rashi, second narrow line. And I'll use this as an opportunity to correct the mistake that so many people make. Okay? So just the words salka daitach. Everybody, not everybody, lots of people mix up the language Salkadaitach Amina and Salkadaitach. Salkadaitach Amina in, introduces a default. Salkadaitach is telling you what the Gemara is assuming at this point, which enables it to ask the question. And usually, but not always, but usually when Rashi says Salkadaitach, this is what the Gemara is assuming at this point. Meaning I need to know under what assumptions is the Gemara asking its question. And the implication of Salka Daitach is that the Gemara is going to, change, going to go back. It's going to backtrack from this assumption. So what's the Gemara's assumption that enables him to ask this question? Salka Daitach. So there's a, an Isser Durabonon not to go into a Beis HaMerchatz. So if you assume that this happened post-Gezerah, 
So Rebbe did something he wasn't allowed to do if he was Makabal Shabbos. So it's a raya. At this point, the Gemara is bringing me a raya that I can be, that I can daven myriv and not be Makabal Shabbos. So how is that an attack on what Rav answered? How, how is that an attack on the exchange between Rabbi Yirmiya and, and, and Rav? Well, it's only an attack if you assume that it was a halachic question. Bingo. Excellent. You're learning grape shot. In other words, if you assume that what Rav, what Yemi asked was a pragmatic question, were you Makabal Shabbos or you weren't Makabal Shabbos, then this story has nothing to do with what Rav and Rav Yirmiya were talking about. But if you assume that Rav Yirmiya was asking him a halachic question, since you daven Mayrib, were you required through your Mayrib to also be Makabal Shabbos? And I'll go back and show you how to read the Rashi that way. Now this becomes a problem. Because Rav said, yes, Bedilna, I was required with my Mayrev to be Makabal Shabbos. And the Gemara is bringing a story from Rebbe who davened Mayrev and yet did Malacha. So I see that I have a choice to daven Mayrev and not be Makabal Shabbos. Everybody understand that? Everybody see how yeah. this, this line in the Gemara indicates how we must have been learning the previous Gemara. Let's go back now to just learn the Rashi to see how Rashi, how we read the Rashi so that what Rav, what Rabbi Yirmiya asked was a halachic question, not a pragmatic question. Because it's a little tricky in the reading. Oso hayom, go back to the Rashi. Hainu deka omer leh. Oso hayom, she's palel, rav shal Shabbos, be'er of Shabbos. Omer leh rabbi yirmiya. Mi badlis min ha-melacha. Ho'il v'kibalta alecha Shabbos, betfilas efa. Did you have to stop melacha because by davening you were mekabal Shabbos? Or you didn't have to because by davening you weren't mekabal Shabbos. It's a halachic question. If it's not a halachic question, then the story of Rebbe doesn't doesn't pose any any contradiction to what to what what happened. Everybody see that? Yeah. So right now the Gemara has a, so right now the Gemara is in good. So right now we're in good shape or bad shape? Well, we've got a kasha. I mean, we've got a. So we have a we have a we have a contradiction to Rav's Before response Rav. to Rebbe Yirmiya. We have a Rav's response to Rabir Mia was badless since I daven Mayrav, I had to stop doing Malacha badless, uh, but Dilna, I had to stop doing Malacha. I see Rebbe daven Mayrav and he kept doing Malacha. Good? I'm, I'm good. Everybody said we have a problem. Answers the Gemara. Amarava hahudin nichnas lahaziyah. He, all he did is he went in to sweat and it was before the Gzera, meaning it wasn't a Chil Shabbos because it's before the Gzera. That's the Rashi. And the answer is no. Rebbe did all this before there was a Gzera. There's no Melacha. There was a Deser de Rabbanon. But at the time he did it, there was no Deser de Rabbanon. And therefore, what did he do? Nothing. Meaning he did nothing to violate Shabbos. And therefore, it's very possible that with his Mayrith, he was Makabel Shabbos. And he had no choice. When you daven Mayrith, you now can't do Malacha after you daven Mayrith. That's where we are right now. Questions? Or we're okay? Okay. Everybody ready to move on? Onwards. Yeah. Okay. Says the Gemara. Aini. We'll have to see what's the Aini. What are we challenging? This is tricky. 
Vehabaya Shara Leila of Dimi Bar Liue Lichivure Sali. So I'll translate the words and then we'll see Rashi to fill in the scenario. Abaya permitted Rabbi Dimi to lichvure, to fumigate his baskets. Says Rashi. Says Rashi. Lichivuye saleh, le'asheno ton begafris, le'achashis palel, shel Shabbos, be'er of Shabbos. So, so I'm sorry. So, um, so Rav Dimi Bar Liui Davin Shabbos be'er of Shabbos, and then he asked Abaya, "Is it okay for me to fumigate my baskets?" Which is clearly Chil Shabbos if it would be Shabbos. And Abaya said, "Yeah, no problem." So, what do I see? I see that it's possible to Davin Myriv erev Shabbos b'Shabbos, and not be Makabal Shabbos Malacha, not have an Isra Malacha. That seems to be the agenda of the Gemara. Again, the Gemara is pushing for me to be able to daven Shabbos, daven, make a Mayrav Shal Shabbos, the heir of Shabbos. And since it's still heir of Shabbos, i.e., it hasn't, the sun has not yet set, I can continue doing Malacha till Shkia. That's what seems to be from the story of Abai. Everybody with me? Yeah. That's the Aini. Again, the Aini is showing that I can daven, we're back, I can daven Mayrav Shal Shabbos. The Arab Shabbos and keep doing Malach. Answers the Gemara, Hahu Tausahavi. <laughs> Says Rashi, what happened? Tausahavi. And this is very important, Rashi. Lokibel Allah Tosefes Shabbos Mishas Tefila Midaas. Ella Yomame Unan Haya Vikasavur. So what was the scenario? He did not do what we've been talking about till now. Rashi's, Rashi's describing you now. Rashi's adding elements that never, or, or they were not introduced till now. This, this is what would have generated an Isra Malacha. This is what didn't happen. But if it would have happened, it would have generated an Isra Malacha. So let's see what didn't happen, that if it happened, it would have generated an Isra Malach. Lo kibel Allah tosefes Shabbos mishas midas. He didn't intend to accept Shabbos early with his Mayriv. But what did happen? It was a cloudy day. He thought that he has to daven Mayriv because it's time for Mayriv. So he didn't think that he's davening early Myriv. What did he think he's doing? A real Myriv. And Bye. therefore, he did not have any das to be Makabal Shabbos early, but he was just davening a regular Myriv that happens because it's Shabbos. So it says in this Rashi that what's going on, if you daven Shel Shabbos, the Arab Shabbos, is that with that Myriv, you have Midas to accept early Shabbos. And that's not so what the, happened. So the tefillah doesn't automatically make you Makal Shabbos. It's your... Hmm. But he had Kabbalah that it was Shabbos. Wait a minute. So in, in, in Abayah's case, we know clearly that he had no intention of being Makal Shabbos. He didn't want his Myriv to be a Kabbalah Shabbos. That's what was missing. He wanted the Myriv to be a regular Myriv because he thought it was Shabbos. 
right? But the justification for him dominating Mari was that he thought it was Shabbos. But if he would have, but if he would, and, and since it wasn't, his Mairiv, davening Mairiv in and of itself, it says here, davening Mairiv in and of itself doesn't automatically bring in Mairiv, because if it automatically brought in Mairiv, what do I care what he was thinking? Yeah, Josh. <laughs> but is it a good Marv? <laughs> that's the I next was, question. That's the next question. Yeah. Pinchas, were you thinking the same question? No, no, but I like it. I, <laughs> I like the kasha. So that's, a, you, you, Josh, you realize that's a separate question. Of course. It's related. Okay, it's a separate question. No, no, it doesn't have to be. It's going to be another question. It's a new question. Meaning, does he have to daven Myriv again? But wait, because what did he do? He davened Myriv early, thinking he's davening Myriv is mine. Right. It turns out at the time, he never had intention that it was Shabbos, only because he thought it, he thought it had to be Shabbos. But did he, wait, wait. You see, you're skipping an important step. You're making too many assumptions. Davening Myriv. Again, we're obviously here speaking, all of this is talking after Plaga Mincha. Okay, we're talking after Plaga Mincha. So somebody daven Myriv after Plag HaMincha, thinking that it's nightfall. So you're mixing up two questions. One question is, does that automatically bring in Shabbos, even though he didn't intend that it should be an early Shabbos? And that's one question. Then you have another question. Is it Does it count as Myriv? And I could easily say it counts as Myriv because he davened Myriv after Plag HaMincha. But it doesn't bring in Shabbos because it's not yet Shabbos. But then how? But but again, if I daven Mariv, and now later on we understand that at the time I daven Mariv, I was not Makabal Shabbos. How can I say Atakidashta and start and start saying a bracha which is effectively Kiddush Shabbos if I ha- if it's not Shabbos for me? So so you're as what you're asking is was it possible? For Rav to daven shall Shabbos be'erev Shabbos, and not have to keep and have not have to stop Malacha. is the Gemara entertaining that as a possibility? It, it appears like you did earlier. All the way through, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's entertaining that as a possibility. That's why we asked the Kasha from Abaye with the baskets, because I, and we asked the Kasha from Rebbe. I see Rebbe Davin Mairiv Shabbos shall Erev Shabbos, and he then did, did Malacha. So I see that I can Davin Mairiv. Remember, I'm Davining after Plaga Mincha. So plag, after Plaga Mincha, that's Zman Mairiv, according to Rebbe Yehuda. True or false? True. So therefore, can I Davin Mairiv after Plaga Mincha? Yes. And if I Davin Mairiv after Plaga Mincha, do I have to Davin another Mairiv? No. What about if I daven Myriv after Plaga Mincha thinking that it's after Shkia? Do I have to daven another Myriv? I don't know. Why would I have to daven another Myriv? Why should you? Yeah. Well, the fact that I thought I was, if I'm allowed to daven Myriv after Plaga Mincha, why would I have to daven another Myriv if I thought it was it was it was um, uh, if, if I thought it was uh, it was after if it was nightfall? But Lamaise it wasn't nightfall, and I daven Myriv in the time of Myriv. If it would happen on a Tuesday, 
if it would happen on a Tuesday, okay? I think that it's dark. Oh, it's Myrv. I better daven Myrv. And I daven Myrv. And then I found out that I daven Myrv between Plaga Mincha and, and Shkia. If, if, you, if you hold like Rebbe Yehuda. It's not a problem. And the only way we can be talking is in the world of Rebbe Yehuda. Why would you have to daven another Myrv? Yotze. I want to hear from Josh because again, I'm not. I'm not saying it's not going to be a problem, but we have to have a default before we move on. Let, let, let me put it this way. A let me. Can I ask a question that might clarify this? I hope. I hope. I want to ask all the questions to clarify it. As long as you don't walk in with any preconceptions. As long as you don't tell me. Well, Shmir Shabbos Kelchasa says this. <laughs> I won't do that. Um, Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda. Right, who says that you can start saying Shema after Plaga Mincha, who says you have to daven Mincha until Plaga Mincha, not afterwards. Does he hold that you have to light your Shabbos candles 18 minutes before Plaga Mincha and that you can't do Malacha after Plaga Mincha? That's a good question. That's a good question. Well, what, what was his question again? Do, according to Rabbi Yehuda, can I do Malacha after Plaga Mincha if I didn't daven Marv? Can I have to Plaga Mincha if I didn't daven Marv? The simple answer, the simple answer is no. We'll have to figure out why not. No, oh, according to Rabbi okay. Huda, according to Rabbi Huda, there's no Easter of doing it after. How do I how do I know that? I'll Rabbi explain Rabbi it again. Rabbi... I, you have to see other according to Rabbi Huda, Zman Mincha ends. Zman Myriv starts. Even according to Rabbi Huda, you have to say Kriyashma in the night. You can't say Kriyashma between Plaga Mincha and Shkia. No? No. It's only why not? Ayale Zman Mincha and Myriv comes in because Myriv is a Rabban and all. We're going to see all this. Rabosai, we have to have some patience. Okay. So, but Josh, the truth is, you asked a question that we don't have an answer to yet. But the simple understanding, you need to understand. Uh, let, me, let me just prove it to you internally. Okay. If Rav wouldn't have davened Myriv after Plagha Mincha, was there a question about whether he has to stop, stop Malacha or not? As long as Rabbi Yehuda doesn't say Shabbos starts a plog, then no. Okay, but but it's clear that Rabbi Yehuda, the only question arose whether because he daven Myriv, can I not, and he daven a Myriv shall Shabbos, can I, can I do Malacha after that? And maybe yes. Remember, the Gemara thought that Rabbi did that. He daven Myriv shall Shabbos, the Arab Shabbos, because it's Zman Myriv, and therefore he can daven after plog. But he went ahead and did Malacha because it's not Shkia yet. So that's clearly in the Rabbi Yehuda world. Okay. I, again, I want it to be clear now because it's gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna backtrack on this, but I, we have to know where we every step. This Gemara, you have to know every in shot. This is a pure today's shear is a shot shear. We just gotta know shot shaklavatari step by step how the Gemara unfolds. Is everybody happy? Bentai. Okay. Okay. Bentai. That was a good point. Okay. So right now, the Gemara is assuming that the reason why Rav, I'm sorry, the reason why Abaye gave Rav Dimi permission to fumigate the baskets after he davened Myriv is because his Myriv was davened, davened by mistake. And I'll read that Rashi again. What was missing? What was missing was I'm in that Rashi Ta'usa Havoy. He didn't, he didn't intend to accept extra Shabbos time with that Myriv. 
אלא יאמון אין הויה, וכסוב וחושכו, ואחר כך זוכר חכמו. And therefore, what does it sound like? He can do malacha, and does a myriv count as a myriv? What does it tell us uh, yes. if it's a myriv? Yes. 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 Sounds like, like a tart to the Sautra in a sense. But... Says the Gemara. You did it by mistake. Does that, is it reversible after you did it by mistake? Meaning, we're assuming that, you did you dive in my river? Yes. Did you think it was night? Yes. What is a, was it a mistake? Yes. But you daven myrev shel Shabbos. Remember, the Gemara now is in a world where its it, it, its default understanding was: if you daven myrev, you cannot do melacha. And the Gemara wanted to know: so how come Abaya let him do melacha? Because he daven myrev, thinking it wasn't early, and therefore what? So therefore, we're going to undo what the myrev did. That means the 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 myrev that he davened, which should have brought in Shabbos, is reversible. Veha, look at the question. Veha Amar Avidan Pam Achas Niskashru Shamayim Beavim. One time it was a very cloudy day. Kisvurim Am Lomar Chashkahu. Everybody thought it's night. The Nichnesu Lebetakneses Vispalalu Shalmotse Shabbos Bishabbos. They davened Myriv of Shmotse Shabbos before it was really dark. It's still Shabbos. And then the clouds cleared up. They asked Rebbe, what do we do? Well, what was the question? What question were they asking Rebbe? Where were you? Do we have Where to daven again? Everybody, hopefully everybody understands the question was, do we have to daven Meirev again? There's no other question. There was no question, am I allowed to do malacha? They thought they were allowed to do malacha, and then they, as soon as the clouds dispersed, they see it's still day. Of course you can't do malacha. So what are they asking Rebbe? All they're asking Rebbe is, do we have to dub and marry again? Right. Okay, so according to this Gemara, what were you expecting Rebbe to say? But, Rabbi, isn't there also a question regarding whether their Havdalah in, in davening was valid? It's all the same question, Daniel. It's all the same question. Do they have to dive in Myrav again? If not, if the answer is no, then then they don't need to dive in Myrav again. So then the Atachon Antanu counts. Uh-huh. They can't do Malacha yet till it really gets dark, but they don't have to dive in Myrav again. And what did Rebbe tell them? Bishaluis Rebbe, the Omar, Hoelis Palaluis Palalu. You daven, you don't have to daven again. So what do you see from there? Is a mistake reversible or irreversible? Or, or you don't you don't reverse no, you the don't mistake. Have to reverse it. You don't reverse the mistake. So how could all right? So why are you t- how could Abaya have allowed? How could Abaya have allowed Ravdimi to fumigate the baskets after he davened Myriv by saying your Myriv was davened too early and therefore it's reversible? It's as if you didn't daven myriv. If it's as if I didn't daven myriv and I can do malacha, then I got to daven myriv again. A myriv by mistake. A myriv by mistake. Does it count or it doesn't count? 
I'll throw that out as a question. My by mistake, counts or doesn't count? In the, in the Mosei Shabbos case, it counted. You see that it counted. So if the Myra by mistake counts, how could Abaya have allowed Rabdimi to do the Malacha? Well, That's the Gomorrah's Kasha. That's the Gomorrah's Kasha. The Gomorrah's Teretz was, oh, it was a mistake, so he let him do the Malacha. All right? And the Myra didn't count. Says the Gomorrah, I see that the Myra counts even if it's by mistake, because Rebbe didn't make them daven again. Everybody understand the problem. Everybody understand the, the apparent riot. Says Rashi. Let's see Rashi. What was Rebbe's response? Ho will be his palalu, his palalu, velo his palel, He didn't make them daven myrav again after it got dark. Alma, what does that imply? Tefilahi. The myrav counts. It's a tefilah. <laughs> The Afal Pishalo Hutrubin Malacha. And of course, they can't do Malacha because of that migrant. But, but Hassam Hudalo Lavor Al Divri Torah. They can't do Malacha because it's a Torah prohibition. Aval Inyan Tosefes. Afal Gav de Bitoos Have. Tosefesu Al Yedei Tfila. Olo the Amar Tfila. Kabol. And here it gets tricky again how to read this. This is very tricky how to read these words. Now we're going back to our Shabbos case. It's a Tosefet of Shabbos through the Myriv. And here's the question how to punctuate this. I'll read it two different ways. Tfila is a Kabbalah. Or once you daven Tfila, Kabbalah, it's automatic. It's a, it's a little bit tricky how to read it. And again, but, but the bottom line is that we're saying, we, you know, we'll come back to how, exactly how to read this. But what we're saying is that this is a kasha on Abaye because if he davened, the davening does what davening does. A tefillah is a kabbalah. Tefillah does the job of accepting Shabbos. And, and therefore, how could Abaya get away with letting him do it because of a toast? Right? I, he davened. So what do I see? I see that Tfila betaus doesn't count. But I see from Rebbe that you don't have to daven again. So here, so again, we're, we have a domino here. So at this point, what's the Gemara's problem? Who, who, who do we have a problem with? Remember, Abaya did what Abaya did. What did the Gomorrah, you got a, you got a, this is a domino effect, okay? And you got to know what the Gomorrah is proving from here and what the consequences of proving it are. So Abaya did what Abaya did. What was the Gomorrah trying to prove from Abaya? What was the Gomorrah trying to prove from Abaya? Uh, that, that davening does not necessarily uh, constitute uh, acceptance of Shabbos. Unless... It was explicit kavana to do so. Excellent. Unless there was kavana that with my myriv, I'm also accepting shots. So therefore, we're backing it all the way back. So that means that in theory, Rav could have davened shall uh, Erev Shabbos, Bishabbos. And when he answered Rabbi Yirmiya, uh, Bedilna, it was because I chose to be Bedilna. But I didn't have to be Bedilna. 
That's that's what's on the radar. That's what's on the agenda here. What's on the chopping block is whether the Myriv automatically introduces Shabbos or whether it's a choice with Das, and that's the Rashi of Das, Kabbalah Shabbos, Tosefes Shabbos, Midaito. That's what brings in Shabbos. Is, is it clear what the issues are here? Am I, am I missing something? It seems like there's a set of circumstances where Shabbos is never going to come in. No. Shkia, Shkia brings in Shabbos automatically. Okay, Just great. like the at the end of Shabbos, we see that, 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 that Shabbos wait, wait. end until that, that's why wait, wait. That's why the Gomorrah, when the Gomorrah answered that Abaye let uh, uh, that Abaya let Ravdimi fumigate the baskets, it's because it wasn't he Davin Myriv thinking that he had to Davin Myriv because he had no choice. So once it's sunset, you cannot do Malacha, whether you Davin Myriv or you didn't Davin Myriv. Everything we're talking about here is Tosefet. We want to bring in Shabbos early. And can I daven my riv early? Because I can do it in the Rabbi Huda time. And decide that, yes, I'm davening my riv to be Yotzi my riv, But I'm not accepting Shabbos. Or do I say, no, you daven my riv shall Shabbos. It forces Shabbos upon you. That's the issue. That's what's orbit. That's what we're orbiting around. But of course, David, if it, it, once Shkia sets in, it's all it, it, it's it's independent of whether you daven my river or not. You're 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 bound by Shabbos. The only issue there's is whether two ways I can be bound. Be, there's two ways to from a Kabbal Shabbos. One is by force of the time of day, and the other one is with Kavanah to be Tosefesh Shabbos. And the question is, no, davening Mari of Shabbos. Yeah, wait, uh, I, I wish you wouldn't have said it like that. Let, let me help you say it better, Dan. Let me help you say it better. There are two definite ways to be Makabal Shabbos, and there's a third possible way. The two ways for sure are sunset or right. davening Myriv early intending to be Makabal Shabbos. But what we want to know is, can I? does the Myriv that I daven early force Kabbalah Shabbos, or does it leave the option open? I accept the correction. <laughs> that, that's that's yes. the issue here. So let's go through the step by step. So when, when the Gemara brought Rebbe, the Gemara wanted to prove that one can daven Mayruv and choose not to be Makabal Shabbos. And the Gemara said, no, 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 there's no proof from that because what Rebbe did was not violation of Shabbos. Says the Gemara, but I see that, that Abaya let, Abaya let Ravdimi fumigate baskets after he davened Mayruv early. So I see that you can do that. You can again daven myriv early and not be makabel Shabbos. And the Gemara's answer was that was a myriv betos. That was a myriv betos. He thought it was night, so therefore he never had intention to daven myriv early. And then you have to you have to, to massage the Rashi, and that it could be that davening myriv early forces a Kabbalah Shabbos when you know you're davening early. Even if you didn't have intention to be Makabel, but by davening Myriv early, it's inherent. When you daven Myriv early, knowing it's early, that's an inherent Kabbalah Shabbos. Okay? And the Gemara says, well, wait a minute. So the only reason Abaya let him do the Malacha was because it was Betos. What, what is it? Tos has no effect. Tos, a, a, a Myriv Betos is a Myriv. And if a Myriv Betos is a Myriv, so the fact that Rabdimi was Betos is irrelevant. He davened Myriv early. And how did Abayah let him let him continue doing the Lacha? So I see that as long as you don't have Das to be Makabal Shabbos when you daven Myriv early, 
You're not bound by Malach. That's where we are right now. I believe that's where we are. If the Gemara didn't go further, if the Gemara didn't give another step, we would have to reach the conclusion that davening Myriv early doesn't automatically bring in Shabbos. Now, everybody see how I got to where I am? Because it's very tricky. I see it. Yeah, you, you guys need to chazer this Gemara a couple of times by Wednesday. It's Kedai to chazer it. Let's see the last terrace. Says the Gemara, Shiny Tzibur Delo Matar Chinan Lu. Shiny Tzibur Delo Matar Chinan Lu. You're saying you haven't, you haven't proved to me anything. That's the case with the Tzibur. But it could be that a yachid would have to daven all over again. Oh, in other words, we're saying Rebbe let them get away without another myriv because it was betzibur. And therefore, we're going to be lenient about a myriv betoz betzibur to not require it to be said over again, but to let it count. But a yachid who davened myriv betoz, it doesn't count. But if it was done intentionally, it counts. And therefore, when all the dust settles, it looks like the Gemara's conclusion is that if you daven Myriv early, knowing you're davening Myriv early, you're stuck, you're, you're automatically being Makabal Shabbos. You know, in this whole in this whole sugya, back and forth regarding the these these situations of Kamensky, one factor which is which was never mentioned, which is surprising that it was never mentioned. Is that our is tefilas rashus? Even yeah. on Shabbos, it's tefilas rashus. Yeah. Even on Motzei Shabbos, it's tefilas rashus. Yeah. And that and that would make me tend to think that there never would be a havamina to say it over. We're in a world where somebody wants, let me ask you, if you daven Meirev at two o'clock in the afternoon, do you have to daven Meirev again? Yeah. Why? It's Rishus. Because before Plaga Mincha, nobody says you can daven Meirev then. Okay. So now I daven Meirev before um, Motzei Shabbos. I daven Meirev before the end of the day. Okay. So now... Does that myriv count or not? Rebbe said it doesn't. It, Rebbe said it counts. Oh, he said, Okay. So therefore, a my, you're right. You're not wrong. Therefore, a myriv done betaus equals myriv. That, let's read the Rashi again. Let's read the, now you see the Rashi. The Rashi is a tricky Rashi. Now says Rashi. So what am I? What am I extracting from that? What is the the what is the uh, how, the the practical conclusion that's relevant to our discussion? Alma, Tefila he, that myriv that was done by mistake early, it's a tefila. Afalpi shalohitru b'nolacha. Don't don't let's not go almost parenthetically. Of course. That 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 tefillah that was done by mistake, which counts as a tefillah, doesn't let them do malacha because of because of, of the great Torah. But now back avalainin tosefet, meaning I'm now looking to see whether 
it counts to bring in the end of the day early, so to speak. Meaning we're now explaining how, how Rav, we're going back to Rav, that when somebody davens myriv intentionally, the tefillah itself creates the Kabbalah, creates the reality. And that and that and 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 that's all we need to do. Because remember, you 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 if you're gonna talk about Myriv being Rishuz, you should have asked that all the way at the beginning. Why are we even talking about this? Again, we're trying to find out the effect of a Myriv davening or davened early. That's the question. Okay, Ravosa, we're gonna have to leave it um here. And we're gonna see there's a couple of little tosis in. And then what we'll do next time is go to the Rosh, the Rift. There's a lot of there's a lot of interesting things here. This is this is the sugya of early shots, and we're gonna have to see all of the all of the things that um, that that come out of it. Okay. All right. So we'll yeah. Okay. Uh, just one second. Let me hold, hold, just hold on one second. Let me see if you're gonna need any other spar in. Hold on one second. Yes, yes, we're going to need some Rishonim. I will, I will uh, uh, text you guys what other farm we're going to need. We're going to see. We need to see a lot of Rishonim on this sugi, okay? Because again, okay. this sugi is going to be. Is going. To, we're going to turn this sugi into halacha We're going to turn this sugi into halacha